Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod And the gang's all here, all things on the south side You're listening to Southside Is it possible the alternate intro music is a little off-putting? It's really throwing me off. Belly on up to the nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris. Bill and Mike joining me down here in my basement right here on the south side. Southside pod, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb brought to you by Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor at the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Reach out to him today. He handles my money, handles bills. I don't know what Mike's problem is. 773-779-0023. Ahead on the show, the Catholic priest bringing Southside Summerfest this weekend to the South Side, and we're going to Evil Horse Brewing in Crete and a few other surprises. The day this episode comes out, I'm going to be at a carnival, Most Holy Redeemer in Evergreen Park. I'm doing the pull tabs in the beer garden if you're in the area. Bill likes to hit the summer carnivals, don't you? I do. I wouldn't go like without my kids. I don't want to sit in the beer garden, listen to some crappy cover band, and drink warm beer and well, eat a funnel cake. That sounds like a terrible beer. time. Are you going to support your local Catholic church if you don't do I'll that? I'll send them money. I go to the beer garden when my kids are on the rides because i'm not riding the rides yeah, yeah you, you i'm see, in a different yeah. space that's a different thing and i think mine are getting too old now at least the two older ones i don't even know if they'll go to the thing they like should. to go pick a duck you know ride the little twirly dinosaur things and you know that's that it. sounds brutal your, your, your boy will go he just won't want to be anywhere near you and he'll be doing you know, stuff he, he shouldn't me. be doing around I'll the corner. I'll be honest with you. My, my, my teenage son seems to dig his dad right now. He had to do a thing like person I most oh admire, and it was hanging up on the wall, and it was all about me. And half of it was true, and the other half were lies that I told him. But, I mean, he, he, he was listening. <laughs> nice. All right? He was listening to the lies. So he's still got a pretty good opinion of me at this point. I'm sure we're getting to that point now as he goes off to high school where at some point he's going to hate me. Or he's going to wear a butt heads, or he's going to try to prove that he's stronger than me. When and you I have find to out the real stories about the legacy. <laughs> <laughs> the legacy you left. Yeah, yeah. The, my You're legacy. the nudie boy. You're, you're the nudie boy. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Like, he's going to be playing hockey, and he's doing, he's doing mandatory weight training, and they sent him the, some supplements that he could take. What? Oh and I'm like, your kid's taking creatine? <laughs> no, they're not doing H-H? that. No. <laughs> but it's like. You should take these vitamins. Juicing? You should take these vitamins. vitamins. And I'm like, oh, this is getting serious. Right. <laughs> when I when I came in, I he looked a little swole. Like right. He came, well, he's he came at me hard too. He's gonna be swole. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the moment I see him standing in a parking lot behind a truck with his like pant pulled down just over one butt cheek, right? And there's a stranger standing next to him, I'm gonna get suspicious. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. See you at the table. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to bulk up. He's got to bulk up that kid. I mean, I think it's kind of fun to watch the fact that he, like... He's taking it so seriously now. It's the first time I've ever seen the kid go out in the driveway and hit pucks against the wow. garage. Or like he's like it's next level. I think he goes to practice and realizes that he sucks because he's an incoming freshman, and he's like, I don't want to suck. Yeah, he's he's going to be in a world for hurt with oh. the 
competition level change. Getting now. wiped out yeah. by you know, like kids that are bigger than him. So yeah, he might. He, who knows? He might be taking all the supplements. I don't know what he's doing. Whatever. Well, you know, I got two boys. So the the yeah, first one's the an first experiment. One breaks, you got another one. You I got, got a second one. Yeah. I got spare parts. Could totally totally fix everything you've done wrong with the second one. <laughs> totally. That one I'll do a much better job with. I always look at that kid and go, "I'm going to do better with you, big guy." <laughs> no steroids for you. <laughs> See what they did to your brother. Joining me down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, we have Father Tom Hurley from Marist High School. How are you, Father? I'm well. Thanks a lot, Chris. Uh, you you have this event coming up uh, at Marist this weekend, and it's like you're trying to compete with all the summer fest. I mean, where does Marist come up with an idea of doing a summer fest? So far, I'm seeing four bands. You got food vendors. It's right there on the Marist field. You're selling admission at the door. You have advanced admission. You got VIP admission here as well. I mean, you guys are doing this up big, and it's the first time you've ever done it. Where does that idea come from? Where does it come from? Funny you should ask. Well, um, as I mentioned before we came on the air, you know, I I spent 24 years down at Old St. Patrick's Church, and uh, one of the things that uh, we became pretty well known for was the world's largest block party. And so, you know, we did that for 35 years from 1984, and then we put it to rest in 2019. And the reason we did it, something that you just said, uh, when you talk about competition and you talk about competing festivals and things, the competition downtown was becoming fierce. Uh, The last night that we had the block party, we were competing with Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones over at Soldier Field. We had Lake Shake going on over at uh, Northerly Island. Um, there's the taste of this and the taste of that. So we really, um, we said, you know what? We, we can't compete in this market. So when I finished up down at Old St. Pat's and then made my way back home uh, to the South Side and likewise at Marist, I said, hey, why don't we try this? Let's do this. Let's let's gather people from the area. This isn't just a Marist thing. This is for everybody, um, for the whole area. And we'll host it. And hey, you know, it's a real simple formula. You get some bands, you get some adult beverages, and you get some good people together, and guess what? You have a good time. Yeah, you have a party. That's a, I see you have a fourth band that just joined the ticket. So I, is this going to be it, these four, or do you think you might get another one here last night? No, minute? no, no. It's it's just those four, and we're kind of shoehorning in that, that fourth one at the beginning. Uh, they are... The um, backcountry boys. Backcountry boys. Yeah. Thank you. I was going to call them the Backstreet Boys. I saw that they're out of. I saw they're out of Florida, and they're almost turning this into like a little bit of a tour because they're also going to be playing at Cork and Kerry. Correct. The same week that they're coming and doing this festival, so we've got this band kind of invading the South Side, and they're going to be one of your acts. Correct. But the only thing is that they have South Side roots uh, through one of the kids' dads. Uh, so Kevin Joyce, who is uh, pretty well known on the South Side, he was a state representative. Um, every many people know the. Joyce family. So Kevin uh, moved his family down to Florida and one of his sons uh, during COVID uh, while he was a junior or senior in high school got together with two buddies and you know like every other band started in a in a garage and and they've they've excelled. They've continued to uh, grow their uh, their gigs and their experience and uh, so now they're called the Backcountry Boys, and uh, I've heard them several times down in Florida. And so we thought, hey, let's let's uh, let's let's put them up on stage here at this thing. That's awesome. Now I know the Ron Burgundies. They're a fun band. It's yacht rock. They put on like a they put on a show. They get up there in ridiculous outfits. There's a there's an insane amount of them up on the stage. 
I've always enjoyed seeing them when I'm at something and it's like the Ron Burgundies are playing. I'm like, well, I'm going to stick around and watch the musical act. Cause I, I don't know. I, I dig a little hall of notes after I've had a few beers, you know? Um, but also I see soul to the bone. I, I don't know them. And tribute of source, it says is going to become you two and the Rolling Stones. I, I read a little bit about them. They're like a band that evolves into different bands. So they do tributes, but they'll go and do it for multiple different types of bands, different music. Am I describing them right? I think you're describing them to a T. Okay. I, I have not seen them, but everyone I have talked to said, these guys are the best, and, as well as the Ron Burgundies. And uh, Soul to the Bone just comes with great, great reviews. Um, with Tributosaurus, I was absolutely amazed at the wide variety of bands that they can become. And they, I mean, did you get to pick which bands you wanted them to become? Like when you're like, we're signing you. And do they give you like a list? Like, okay, these are the things we can do. Yes, they did. And there were some that require more people. Okay. Uh, you know, more sophistication in terms of instruments, people, blah, blah, blah. Um, I asked them at one point if they could do Bruce Springsteen, for example. And they said, no, we, father, we can't do that because our Bruce Springsteen show is the night before Thanksgiving. You know, we don't want to do that. We reserve that for the night before Thanksgiving. But uh, we narrowed it down to the Rolling Stones and U2, and, and everybody said these guys are just fantastic. You feel like you're at a U2 concert or Rolling Stones concert. So, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. That and, sounds uh, exciting. Ha have a good time. Yeah. I'm they digging have a it. Great following. Yeah. So what's in the VIP package? Because I see $25 in advance, 30 at the door. $100 VIP package. Like, what What right. am I getting with that? In fact, we... Because, I, I mean, I that's the thing that set me back. I was like, wow, Marist is having a summer fest, and they got VIP set up. So <laughs> what is VIP set up? Well, let me tell you, uh, you know, VIP, we did that because, let's face it, there are some people that don't like to wait in lines and uh, for either beer or for the porta potty So the <laughs> VIP, uh, and we could probably pay, play off a of VIP uh, PEE, but, um, so hundred dollars to get you into a special section where you've got access to food. You've got access to, uh, adult beverages, if you will. But also the most important thing is you have access to a porta potty. There you go. You know, in and festivals, so, that's a big deal. It, <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. Some, it is. Some people will pay that money just because, uh, you know, like for my, <laughs> in, in, in my case, my wife, I don't have to constantly listen to her say, I got to go run off and find a place to go to the bathroom. <laughs> 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 I like some people will do that. Like, I, you know, I, I, I get it. That, okay. So that makes more sense to me. It's oh, basically, absolutely. it's basically quicker access to the food, quicker access to the beer and very, quick access to the john exactly so that's, that's, that's solid. exactly what it comes down that's to solid okay <laughs> so uh tickets are on sale through uh GoFan, but i believe you can go to maris.net to pick, the, pick these up is that either correct? one okay yep, either one it's yep. probably easier for people to like know like go to maris.net grab your tickets there for Summerfest. again it's coming up here on the 23rd so we're only a couple of days away from this uh are you expecting a big crowd what, we, what do you we think are you're expecting gonna get a good good crowd obviously this is a first time for us so um, I, I, I'm projecting and I'm hoping that if we can get, uh, 3000, 4,000 people on the South side to come, come over, uh, I would be happy as a clam. And again, it's, it's for people to come over and have a great time. Uh, again, I didn't want to call this Maris Palooza or the Maris festival. I want to take Marist out of it. We're just hosting the event, but this is for everybody. And so it's for the community. Likewise too, you know, in, in light of the past week and, and certainly the, 
the atrocity that that happened to that poor guy, uh, to Danny Golden, the uh, the police officer. You know, it's a community thing. It affects a community, and so we too want to join together with the community and also do something as a result of you know the the injuries that he has sustained and the the trauma that he sustained. So. We're going to partner with the uh, Hopkins, the um, uh, Papa Hops. Oh, Papa song. Hops. We had Papa Hops on here recently. They're I know the they were, we talked on the last show about the fact that they were doing T-shirts for Danny. Yes. Um, that they, they were running, raising a fundraiser. I believe that ended this past weekend where, where you could buy the shirts unless they extended it. But yeah, they're they're working real hard they to, to help out uh, Danny Golden and his family, which is commendable. So many people yeah. are working hard and we just want it, you know, since we're going to gather a lot of people, why don't we do this? You know, we, we want to do it. Like I said, this is a community deal it affected a community this young guy and so um yeah they're gonna sell some t-shirts as well uh and 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 then we'll you know put out tip jars and uh everything we collect uh will go towards um go towards the uh, golden family that's awesome. Really good stuff. Southside Summerfest now coming to Marist. Uh, get your tickets now in advance at Marist.net. Again, it's coming up here right on the 23rd. It should be a really, really nice evening. An awful lot of fun. It's, I mean, and the one thing I'm curious, I, I'm curious is how big it could get because whatever your estimations are, I believe since the pandemic, people do a lot of things last minute. So like if you're looking at ticket sales and you're like, okay, we think we're getting 2000, you might get four. Right. Because people like make their decisions like the day before they're doing something now or the day of. Okay? It's, it's become like the new norm. Every time I see somebody who's having a festival or an event, like that's what they always tell me. Like we didn't, we weren't sure when we saw like the pre-sales and then everybody just showed up. I right. think you might get a, a big fest. You know what? There, uh, There's a big buzz going around about this. So I am anticipating that we're going to get a good crowd. Uh, we've got, you know, we got a steady a steady stream of people who are buying tickets right now, but you're right. I think our big push is going to come at the gate, which is fine. Totally fine. I hope people will come. And like I said, great entertainment, great space. And um, yeah, just want people to come and, and have a good time. 21 and over. I don't even think I mentioned that. I want to make sure I get that yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 21 Tw- and over. 21 and it's over. an adult party out there at Maris. This is for big boys and girls. Exactly. There you go. Sounds like a lot of fun. Father Hurley, thanks so much for jumping down here and telling us all about it. Good luck. Chris, great to be here. Thank you so much. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Have you ever had the thought of playing a gig? This is an honest a gig? question. A gig? We played three gigs in our career. Yes, but I've never seen you do one while you've been on Southside Pod. Has there ever been a thought? Well, set something up. Would you sit down and just jam? It's only like somebody had a podcast. And yeah, we could play like Flossmore like, Brewing Talk station. to bars all the time. It could get us hey, a we gig. Play the, Seriously. Uh, would you play? Would you take requests? Would you no, do the funny we, songs? No, we, we, what would you do? We would we would have to have a plan. Okay, you so you have because off the cuff songs are good, right? But they're like one out of ten. Maybe a set list, and every once in a while you throw in something funny. Possible. That's what we did on one of our shows. We had a song about we had like a bunch of like '90s hits, then we had a song about George Bush. Yeah, that's how long we've been together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
back when we were making fun of George Bush. Right. Oh, the good old days. Yes. When the world was less complicated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I long for the Reagan years and the Clinton years as well. We can bring it back. Oh, the song was called yeah. I, I Like Bush. Give me, give, me the, give me the Jimmy Carter gas shortage years. I'll take those right now. I'm gonna sing this one pretty fast and I'm sorry if I'm Russian. I'm gonna sing this one pretty fast and I'm sorry that I'm Russian, but I'm gonna drink some vodka and talking about Sputnik. Sputnik, Sputnik and Russia. Putin riding on a bear. That's the most Russian thing I can think of. Shirtless on a bear, wrestling with a bear. Gorbachev had a birthmark and it was shaped like kind of like their symbol on their flag. Or at least Mad Magazine used to do that. Remember, like, Alfred E. Newman had that? And then, Sorry if I'm Russian. It is now time for your Southside Pod Bulletin Board. A look around the Southside, see what's going on. It's all brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. Cool Clouds wants to help a full taster bar and CBD products available to you. Check them out in store at 3837 West 95th Street or visit CoolCloudsVapor.com. Coming up on Thursday, July 28th, a movie in the park at Palis Heights, and they're doing A Nightmare Before Christmas. That's an interesting July selection. I like it. 7.30 start, there's crafts and activities that begin at 7.30, and then the movie begins at dusk. It's at Myers Park, 6601 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Lamont High School Performing Arts Center is hosting The Music Man this weekend with Saturday and Sunday performances, 800 Porter Street in Lamont. Actually, check that. It's going to be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Friday and Saturday night, the 22nd and 23rd, 7 p.m. show. Sunday, a 2 p.m. matinee, $17 general admission, $15 for students and seniors. Questions, call the box office, 630-296-7260. If you or a loved one are recovering at home from an illness or hospitalization, suffering from dementia, living with a chronic health condition, terminally ill, or just a fall risk, Get some help right now in the home, Hibernian Home Care Service. Mary Murphy leads this up, 25 years experience as a registered nurse. You're going to get expertise and care at a great price. HibernianHomeCareService.com or reach out 708-634-2450. Another movie in the park you may want to check out, Clifford the Big Red Dog. The Village of Oak Lawn putting this one on, 9446 South Raymond Avenue. It will be Friday night, the 22nd, and it kicks off at 8.15. Our good friends over at Sid Sauce have a brand new website, and it's worth checking out. Family-owned and operated Southside business creating small batch hot sauces. I think they're up to 17 right now, and they keep experimenting. I love hot sauce makes my food taste better. They grow the peppers. So everything is right here from start to finish on the South Side. Check them out at sidsauce.net. And in Blue Island this weekend, the Beatles meet the Ruggles tailgate occurring at Blue Island Beer Company on Saturday the 23rd, 7 p.m. start, $10 suggested donation. We are just out at Blue Island Beer Company this past Sunday. And when I say we, I mean myself, 
and Socks in the Basement. Different podcast, same network. We sat down in front of a live audience. I'd love to do Southside Pod one of these days in front of a live audience. Maybe we'll do that soon. And we spent 30 minutes talking with the authors of Chili Dog MVP. And it's all about the 1972 White Sox, Dick Allen, the way the South Side was changing at that time. It's not just a baseball book. You can hear the entire interview and all the fun right now at SoxInTheBasement.com. It's on demand whenever you want to listen to it there or on any podcast player. But here's a taste right now on Southside Pod. Tell me a little bit about what um, that era was like in Chicago, because I know we talked a little bit before we sat down here in front of the microphones. The team itself, with what's going on in the city, you draw a link to it in the book. Explain that a little bit to me. Uh, what was it? it, it, it the subtitle is uh, trans, uh, Dick Allen, the 72 White Sox, and a Transforming Chicago. So it was a, sort of a transforming city at the time. Neighborhoods were changing. Um, you, you know, the south, it, Specifically, the South Side was changing. You had, you know... For the you know first part of the 20th century, the stockyards dominated. So if you went to a Sox game at night, you would smell the you know remnants of what was happening at the stockyards. Um, but by '72, it was uh, it was closing. It was being phased out. It was actually closed the year before uh, Dick Allen came to town. So you had uh, 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 different institutions leaving. Um, you had neighborhoods changing. Um, the, the, uh, neighborhoods near. Comiskey were changing from uh, white ethnic to African American and Latino, so there was a, a so there was a change going on there. You had Richard J. Daly; he was starting his 17th year as mayor in the city. Um, All powerful Richard J. Daly, and he was uh, things were starting to affect him. You know, after the Democratic convention in '68, which was controversial, which kind of affected his national reputation, although it didn't affect his local reputation. But you started to see, you know, challenges from from both allies like um, the so-called Young Turks in the city council, Ed Verdoliak and Ed Burke, were sort of challenging uh, Daly's uh, control of the city. And then you had uh, people like Jesse Jackson and Alderman Bill Singer who were um, challenging him in terms of the, that was uh, '72 was also a con- uh, convention year, so they were challenging him on the. Uh, constitution of what who, who would re- represent Illinois as a, a delegate. So you had a lot of uh, different things going on with regards to politics, and the, and the White Sox were at the center of it. You know, they, uh, the the White Sox were Richard J. Daly's team, and he would uh, he had a box there, right? He Wasn't he like there. seen a lot in, in the ballpark? He, he was, was seen a lot at the ballpark, and he paid. Unlike other people, he paid for his tickets. He was a he was a fan first, and he wouldn't he uh, although Bill Vec before the Al and the Allens tried to comp him, he would never accept comps. He said, you know, I want to support the team that's uh, representing Chicago. So, um, so he, was, he was the number one White Sox fan in the city. So do you think fans it, it, of any generation, not just the ones that saw this team, that this team would be more celebrated and we would know more about this era if they had actually won that year? Oh, certainly. I mean, if they had won... And they were about to win in '73. They were on, they were about they were going to run away with the division. Dick Allen was on pace to be repeat as the MVP. I mean, the the fan base exploded. They sold more tickets. They got their radio deal black with WMAQ. It was just really exploding for the Sox. 
Dick got hurt. He got his uh, left leg was run over by Mike Epstein. And so he missed the second half of 73. And that injury just really, really took the sail out of the Sox. And, and that, I think, brings us right back here to the reason why he's sitting on the, on the cover. Because with all the people that you described and the interesting stories, and there's so many more that we weren't able to touch on, Dick Allen really was the, the center of what you guys are describing in your book, Chili Dog MVP, Dick Allen, the 72 White Sox, and the transforming of Chicago. Uh, thank you to everybody to coming out to Blue Island Beer Company. We're going to continue to hang out. I don't know if that applause is for us or the fact that the White Sox are up 4 to nothing <laughs> and maybe salvaging their season right here as we did this broadcast. Jeez. And all of it is due to the live podcast from Sox in the Basement. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Another good interview on the Southside Pod. How come Mike and me are never invited to these things? I want to go. Me too. You never invite us. Maybe next time. Remember, if you're listening to this podcast and let's say you need some help around the house in terms of maybe a better recliner or a bed chair lift or maybe a ramp to get into the house or maybe just help with the CPAP machine, diabetes control, oxygen tanks, You name it, Hyatt Home Medical Equipment carries it. Maybe you're like me. You got parents. They're getting older. Maybe you got to take care of them a little bit. And they have insurance. You don't know how to work it all out. You don't realize you can get the extra equipment so you're not constantly going back and forth refilling the oxygen tank. It's all about keeping people independent and in their homes. And Hyatt's got a big brand new showroom. They have been doing this for years. And it's nice when you're picking up medical equipment to help you or a loved one that you can deal with somebody right here in the neighborhood. Stop in and see Hyatt Home Medical Equipment or give them a call. Mention Southside Pod. You get a discount for that. They're at 3518 West 95th Street or check out the website hhme.com. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. All right, so I stopped in on a hump day on a Wednesday. I've never been here on a Wednesday afternoon. I didn't even realize you had hump day specials. I mean, I, I walked up and it was it was four bucks here at Evil Horse Brewing for me to get one of their beers, at, at least the tier one and tier two beers. And I'm sitting here with a Sergeant Reckless at this big, beautiful bar. And I've got Steve Camp, one of my favorite brewers to sit down and talk with on the entire South Side. If you can ever get out to Crete, to Evil Horse Brewing, this is a great trip to make. How are you, my friend? Not bad, not bad. So... Wednesday's always been special here at Evil Horse. We had a bartender named Dan. Uh, Dan was known for his taste in metal. So it's Metal Wednesday. That's why I'm hearing metal in the background while we sit here at the bar. So Jen here, our bartender, has taken over for Dan and has, uh, you know, continuing the tradition of uh, Metal Wednesdays. So. Tell me a little bit about the bar before we get into what you guys have coming up. Because a lot of times when I come in and talk with people, they're like, oh, let's sit in this corner table or whatever. We're actually bellied up here at Evil Horse, and I'm going to look at all the taps here, and I would say, wow, that looks like you got 15, 15, 14 taps. I had to eyeball it when I looked at it. You've got, And they're all Evil Horse beers running along it. Big, big area, nice wood bar you can kind of lean up against, sit up against, TVs over the bar. This is like your traditional almost like pub feeling but you you have the brewery right here i can still see the tanks i can see what you're doing you actually broke off from brewing to come here and sit with me and this is a this is a fun bar to sit at tell me about it 
It's a good bar. In fact, the bar actually is uh, part of the history of the building. So this is a former bowling alley. So the bar. Are these the lanes? Yeah, this is a lane. I'm sitting in a lane, right? That's amazing. Yep. The back bar is lanes, and the two long tables are also lanes. So this is this is actually the, the wood that the ball was rolling down, and you guys converted it into the bar. We did that, yes. That's awesome. Yes, and uh, your, your foot is on a genuine railroad track. Uh, <laughs> These are so, the things I don't notice until you yep. point out. Look how oblivious I am while I sit here. Okay, so coming up uh, in August, you have, tell, tell me if I got the name wrong, it's very complicated, Brewfest going on at Evil Horse. That is correct, Brewfest. What we are doing is we are going to showcase uh, other Illinois craft brewers uh, on a rotating basis. Um, we've got a nice selection of stuff already that we'll tap on the 1st of August. Uh, so we'll still have eight of our beers on tap as well as package product, but then we're gonna rotate other Illinois brewers on the other six taps for the month of August. So the idea behind this, is this simply because you're like, hey, there's great craft beer. I know you're you're one of those guys. I mean, what's your slogan here? Make Making beer-flavored beer great again. Yeah, I know. I find it funny. And you know what? We I've talked to other brewers recently who have told me that there's a trend now going back to, okay, we used to make all this crazy stuff, right? And put it in a barrel and, and add a bunch of sugar to it. And let's, let's see if we can throw a Crayola crayon into it and what it's going to taste like. And you're making a lot of traditional, really good beers you're that's what you're 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 specializing in so is this your way of also featuring those other breweries that are doing similar things yeah we'll we'll run the gamut we won't do anything real crazy we might do you know some kettle sours and stuff like that but overall it's going to be traditional beer styles that we don't feature here at the current moment so yeah it'll be great people can come out and try beers from around the state of illinois um, as well as Evil Horse beers. I love your lineup. I've always said Nightmare is one of my top five beers on all the South Side. I love that beer. But today I'm sitting down and I'm having a Sergeant Reckless. It's an American Pale Ale. Before we get out of here, tell me a little bit about this one. So Sergeant Reckless is named after one of the top 100 Marine War heroes of all time, a horse named Sergeant Reckless from the Korean War. Um, you can look that up. I won't get too deep into that. I'm going to take your word for it. Yes. Um, it's a traditional American pale ale. Um, it's got Centennial, Amarillo, uh, Bravo hops, and then it's dry hopped with Simcoe. It's not overly hoppy. It's very balanced, but it still carries a nice dank hop flavor, which uh, I just love that beer. It's one of our biggest sellers. It's crisp. And what I like about it is that when I drink it, it's easy drinking. I mean, it's got a lot of flavor, but it's it's something I could probably sit here and I would lose track of how many. She'd walk up and, you know, your, your lovely bartender back here would walk up and she would tell me like, ah, oh, you had four of these. And I'd be like, I, I what? Because, I mean, it really is just an enjoyable beer to sit down and talk with friends and drink with. Yep, it is. It really is. It's very balanced. One of the things that I try to do besides making beer-flavored beer is making balanced beers so that you're like, palate wrecked after the first sip uh, so that you can actually taste it and nothing dominates. Give me, give the location real quick for everybody. We're at 1338 Main Street in Crete, Illinois, which is basically Illinois Route 1 or Dixie Highway and Exchange. So take... And there's lots of parking. 
Like people always wonder when they're going someplace they've never gone to. Like, is there is there a place for me to put my car? There's lots of places you can park your car here. Behind the building, in front of the building. Side streets. Across the street is actually the Methodist Church, but their parking lot is run by the village, so you can park there as well. So it's uh, yeah, we have lots of parking. There's more parking spots than places inside the brewery to sit down. You're gonna find you're gonna find a spot. You're gonna find a beer. You're gonna find good stuff. You're gonna find metal on Wednesdays. I, I dig your place, man. I love getting out here to Crete and Evil Horus Brewing Company. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you, Chris. Good to see you. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod. Join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go. It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pod. One of the great mysteries that I was hearing about recently was Elsip or Alsip. This was a debate for some reason on morning radio here in Chicago okay. recently. Did they I'm, know where Alsip was? I, I and you know what? I'm not really convinced that they were right. What did, they did what it. did they say? Well, I I want to say that they called it Elsip. Which is that's how it's spelled. That would make sense. Right. Okay. But I've heard people call it Alsip. Okay, but they're 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 believing. I think I, I say Elsip. 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 Also, I don't like Alsip. It sounds too like hoity-toity. Alsip sounds... I don't even Alsip. I don't even Alsip. 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 No, no, you're right. Alsip. 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 It sounds good. Okay.